0: Good morning. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We've got Mark Dolly and Kara Waddell. Happy summer solstice, Carrie. Yeah. Actually, happy Juneteenth Day. So actually, we're taping this show on Friday, June 19th. Okay. And by this time next year, Carrie, it may be a national holiday. We might not be able to tape the show if, if, if the 19th falls on a Friday. Right. Um, you know, so um, So yeah. say. But uh, is this... Is it just me, or is this the least anticipated summer vacation season, like, ever?
1: Oh, absolutely, with so many things still shut down. I mean, in other states, I know, you know, earlier this week I was in Philadelphia, and I didn't realize how, what a shutdown Pennsylvania. Like, you can't even go into a gas station and get a, without, like, there's big signs or people yelling at you with no mask. Because I don't get gas with a mask either and uh, you know people running their riding their bikes and uh, it, they're they where we where ohio was in april right and you can't uh, you know you can't eat at restaurants and
0: so you know we've got the, <sighs> the official start of summer tomorrow you know yeah it doesn't so, yeah you're oh, so,
1: right it doesn't feel like so the like summer
0: it. solstice right you know uh solstice be latin for um sun standing still right mm-hmm. the, the, you know it's the point where the North Pole right. is at its maximum tilt towards the sun. The so longest it's the longest
1: day. day of the year,
0: right? And it's celebrated globally. You know, and, and it's not like New Year's Eve, where like it's midnight every location. So right. it, that's why it's it happens at over a twenty four like hour period. Right. That's not the summer solstice. The summer solstice happens at the same point for everyone on the globe, and it's not it's not at midnight. You know, it's not at noon. It, it depends. It varies. Mm-hmm. So for this year, and also it's not always on the twentieth. Sometimes it's on the twenty-first. So last year, for example, it was on the twenty-first. Mm-hmm. This year, it's on the twentieth, and it arrives at five forty-four p.m. All right. Okay. Um, so you know the uh, now the Wicca call it Letha. Okay. And uh, you know, so it's a big you know celebration been celebrated. Stonehenge, right? Started right. a long, long time ago, you know, with the Druids. Um, and of course, modern day Druids, you would normally convene on Stonehenge for the solstice, but Carrie, not no. this year. They're
1: not allowed.
0: Shut down. <laughs> okay. This so is just... No Druids are right. going to be in England at Stonehenge.
1: I bet they will be. You want to make a bet? weekend. I bet they will.
0: <laughs> um... The, and you know, but I think we need some magic to help us get I, through this, you know,
1: crazy time virus.
0: But actually, there's two, there's two summer dates, Carrie. Okay, right that um that come into play. One is, you know, like I said, the summer solstice. The second one is called Midsummer's Day. Okay, right? um, as in, you know, William Shakespeare's right? You know, A Midsummer Night's Dream, written in you know, 1595. Um, and that's basically, you know, June 24th. Okay. Okay. So sometimes they get confused, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, one is, you know, coming up, you know, one's June 20th or 21st, and the second one's June 24th. Um, so, you know, Midsummer's Day was also historically a very, you know, important celebration. Um, you know, and, and even the, uh, in Christians, you know, even call it uh, St. John's Day. Oh, okay. you, know, Saint, you know, in the memory of St. John the Baptist, who, of course, you know, in, you know, the gospel, Luke's gospel was said to be born six months before Jesus. Right. So. So, you know, the Christians took this summer solstice, this midsummer, okay. you know, uh, which once was a pagan rite, right. celebration, and they kind of turned a Christian, making it St. John's. And in fact, St. John's Eve is a very was a you know a, a very, you know, evening celebration. In many parts of the world, including, by the way, um back in the New Orleans in the eighteen hundreds in the voodoo time. You okay. know, there was a very popular St. John Eves. There they were always big summer festivals. So that's a little bit going on there. But um but you know, this year we're kinda worried about the second wave, right? hmm And
1: which they are spiking in some areas, especially when you had people protesting and people being close together. Right, I've heard there's spikes there, although I heard Ohio's doing very well, even with the reopening. There was news earlier this week. Right.
0: But there's, Overall. You know, but, you know, a lot, you know, the, you know, the, you know, the, um, you know, the health metrics, one of the, yeah. you know, think tanks that, you know, they're saying, you know, the models are now saying that there could be 200,000 deaths by October. Right. Which. Um, So, you know, is a second wave coming? I don't know. Um, Well, you know, know, are we going to have a a shutdown again?
1: I don't think there's going to be a shutdown. I think there would be some serious problems if the government tries to shut us down again. Um, All the business. I mean, I think so many people have been hurt by the shutdown. I think they should. I I don't know. I I think that's too much control the government had to just completely shut down although this week they announced now students i mean i have one still in high school but they're allowed to start contact sports so without mass so if you're worried about them going back to school and need mass then i mean they've been working out they have some social
0: distancing but so let's see what you know one of my favorite president trump's um cohorts larry kudlow
2: i've been in touch with the health experts every day for the last four or five days, uh, including this morning. Um,
0: this is early in the week.
2: There's bumps. You know, there are going to be bumps. Uh, I, and by the way, the bumps are not necessarily related to the reopening. You know, mm-hmm. that's an open question. I've seen statistical arguments on both sides. So I don't deny uh, you're seeing bumps in a bunch of states, you know, talking to the health people. Uh, this is nowhere near Uh, some kind of second wave. Nowhere's near it. Uh, They believe that we have a lot more experience with this. We have a lot better equipment to deal with this, and we can send teams in uh, to these particular places uh, and calm things down and get the numbers back down. We have to observe uh, best practices uh, on masks, Face coverings, where, where, whatever the local state guidelines are, they should be observed. Okay. Um, so the, I understand the market
0: is jittery. So there we go. So he, Larry's saying there is no second wave.
1: See, and I think maybe we've made aware of people, if you wash your hands, you cover your mouth when you cough, and you don't expose yourself if you have symptoms.
0: So then, Carrie, we can talk about, is there going to be a second wave of financial issues? All right. And maybe that's more in tune to, you know, what we talk about on this radio show Mm -hmm. Um, is the Wall Street party over. You know, that was, Mm -hmm. you know, because of the coronavirus fears. If we have a second wave, is there going to be another shutdown? But, you know, and is the V-shaped recovery come and gone? In other words, the easy money's already been made, Carrie. Um, If you didn't, if you didn't catch it, you missed it. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of people are saying that you know, now we're now in the the Nike swoosh, right? You know, in other words, we had the sharp decline. We had a pretty, you know, sharp up, you know, comeback. But now we're just going to kind of level off and maybe go, maybe turn into a W, mm-hmm. you know, shape recovery. So there's a lot of, you know, people about that. You know, speaking of the witches, you know, there was a triple, a quadruple witching day today, on, on, on Juneteenth Day. Um, but, you know, at the at the taping of this show, the markets were still pretty calm Carrie, you know what quadruple witching day is no okay that's um, those free free for the real people into the, the stock market and, you know of course you know the stock market bores me to tears but um, and that's my of fact we're gonna talk a little bit about that today okay you know coordinated advisors and what we do and it, it maybe it's different than what you'd think um, a financial planner does mm-hmm. if you think a financial planner is just someone that helps you pick out stocks and bonds um, but you know it's always a it's always an iffy day four times a year Carrie, we have um, you know, options come due, you know, future contracts. So when quadruple, meaning stock options is one, stock index futures is two, stock index options contracts is three, and the fourth one is just stock futures. So not stock index futures, but stock futures uh, to them. So that's the four, and they all come due on the same day four times a year. It's always the third Friday in either March, June, September, or December. So everybody crosses their fingers that um, it does the witching doesn't turn out to be negative for the whole market. Um, so hopefully, you know, I think the weather going to cooperate for the summer solstice.
1: I don't know. This I saw weekend. there's a chance of thunderstorms.
0: On tomorrow or?
1: Saturday and Sunday. Sunday. But I thought it's it was more itchy. on Sunday.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So why don't you get us started?
1: Kate? All right. Well, good morning, everyone. You're listening to. Financial Food for Thought. We are here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM between 9 and 10. We are a financial financial educational radio talk program here to give you helpful information about issues that impact your financial life. And that's true if you're working or you're already in retirement. And certainly a lot of people are working who are wanting to retire or want to know based on all these unknowns, can they ever afford to retire? Or when can they realistically afford to retire based on the spending they want to do? Or sometimes we have cases where people are forced to retire or there's a lot of companies now and colleges offering buyouts to people and they want to know, can I afford to do this? Um, Because a lot of times people come in and maybe they just don't want to work as much as they're doing or they're tired of doing what they're doing so they don't mind working, but they'd like to work part-time. So what we do is these financial modeling and help people know if I stop working, this is how much you have to earn over this time frame. and helping people address financial disruptors and what we do at um, the estate planning team, which is who sponsors this show, build financial models and do financial projections. We're an Ohio registered fiduciary fee-based planning firm. And what we do is build financial plans for people. And we offer a free consultation for people who want to come in and see how our process is different, how we can help. I know I talked about people who are working, but we also help people who are retired. How do you create the income you need as tax efficiently as possible? Um, and I think a lot of people don't really realize where their financial future is headed. Some people come in and they're worried about running out of money. And even on based on conservative realistic assumptions and very conservative growth rates, they're going to be okay. And other people who think they're going to be fine aren't because it's hard to know. It's okay. Most people can get a few years in your head, but looking at 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. And a lot of times, which is good on our part, Mark, that when people come in, we show them they don't realize that maybe in 20 years... They're going to have a bigger pile of money than they realize, even based on these conservative numbers. And then they would have done things differently or there you are more comfortable doing some of the spending or addressing some of the financial concerns that you have or even just the peace of mind. Um, And those are things that we do. I know today we're going to talk about coordination of advisors and what we do and don't do. We are also A-rated and accredited members of the Better Business Bureau. And we're super service award winners multiple years on Angie's list. You can check out... um, reviews there, which we have no control over. And thankfully we've had some great clients write us some reviews and people who've come in for a consultation that have not used our services and still found it helpful. So we do offer the free consultation by phone or in person. You can call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit our website at financial foodforthought.com.
0: All right, and listen to Mark Donnelly and Kara Waddell, and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 35 years. And we do it one family, one plan at a time. And, you know, this year, there's a lot of things going on with our clients. We have a lot of clients who are right in the midst of purchasing or thinking of purchasing a new home. Mm-hmm. and it's a really weird time right Not, we haven't said that too much often but, this year but is it?
1: i was gonna say this is just a weird
0: yeah just right let's write off 2020 can we just go back to our future right before well, the what pandemic did I laugh?
1: somebody said there was some church sign in actually like can we just you know reboot 2020 and yeah. reinstall a different version
0: yeah <laughs> and it, i it, thought
1: that was so funny it's a church i passed going home
0: you know and and so, you know, in the real estate's a, a, a questionable market, you know. So in one sense, we're in a recession and there is a threat of a second wave. Um, Larry Kudlow doesn't believe there's going to be a second wave of the virus, which would then hopefully prevent a second wave of a financial dip. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but the other side, or the other end of the spectrum, is that interest rates are so low mm-hmm. that people are saying, "Gee, I would love to lock in a low mortgage rate right now that will help me get into that next house." And maybe mortgage my first rates are house. their
1: record. A lot of a lot of uh, right. banks are behind our credit unions, but I did hear that home sales, like I know at least around, I'm in Medina. Things are selling pretty quickly, probably yeah. because of these rates. Or we've had a lot sure. of clients call that they were going to plan on buying a house in five, six years from now, and guess what? They're doing it this year.
0: Right, and with, or they're building, or right. buying,
1: or they keep looking and they found something that just po- went on the market.
0: And and you know, and so we're helping a lot of clients right now, you know, work through and and maybe revising the numbers because, in one sense, if you were planning on buying a certain purchase price based on a certain mortgage rate, but all of a sudden the mortgage rates may be a point lower than what you were thinking. It
1: makes a big difference in
0: the, that what you, that what may you can buy. To, yeah, it may be able to increase that purchase price a little bit. But that's the whole idea of having a, a, a model that you can run different scenarios. It's tough to run those in your head.
1: Especially because some people want to purchase that second home before they get their home on the market. Other people may do a contingency offer. People want to hurry up and try to sell their... I mean. And trying to figure out financially what's realistic and doable and what's not.
0: Right. So for a lot of those clients that we're working with, we're giving them the the long-term effect. We're saying, okay, this is what your long-term effect is if you buy a house for this price. This is what your long-term effect is if you buy a house at this price. Um, you know, so it's not only you know coming up. Okay, obviously that changes the down payment right now. You know, right? But that you know, people can do that math in their heads, but they don't really know what an a, a, you know a twenty five or fifty thousand dollar increase in their purchase price. What that means over the 30 year retirement plan, that is a little bit more difficult to do in your head, especially if you're working in a 10, 15 or 30 year mortgage, you know, based on a new lower fixed rate. So, you know, that's what we you know. That's where the idea of having, you know, models, you know, and, and so we can get you quickly the, 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 that long term perspective that helps you make the short term decision. Now, Federal Reserve Chairman Powell at Little Fed speak this week. Okay, um, so he now he's responsible for the lower rates. So we can thank him for that, right. uh, unless you you don't you you want to blame him that your CD rates are now going to be back down below one percent, mm-hmm. right? Um, but he is he is concerned with the second wave and being a financial second wave. All right. Um, so he's he was he was both in front of the Senate and the House committees this week testifying. And for to both bodies of Congress, he kind of said, hey, look, at we need more stimulus. Um, you know, we're not through the woods. You know, we're not out of the woods yet. All right. Um, the fact is, his quote, we've had the largest economic shock in living memory and the economy is going to recover from that. But we just have to be a little patient with it. Okay, um, I would say there's a reasonable probability that more will be needed, both from you and the Fed. You meaning, you know, Congress, right? Um, he also said the full recovery is unlikely until the public has confidence that the coronavirus has been contained. Carrie, will the St. John's Wort help us with the with the virus? I don't think so. You I don't know, think we're, that we're was one about, of those. We're talking about St. John's, right? On you know, St. John's Wort, you know, that's that little yellow flowering perennial right. it's supposed oh, to be yeah. a universal um but i don't know if that's gonna help us but we need some magic and because no i mean where is that where is the vaccine
1: um, I thought we were the, close. it is but you have to go through different phases of the trials because i do follow that and so we are def- we close i think we're closed i know fauci i thought came out and said early 2021 but then then i've heard other studies where that the and i don't know how things that i've read that the covid's more like the cold or that there's going to be i don't know how much effective a vaccine is even though you have some antibodies so right. i don't know i think i'd bet more that there's plenty of treat i'd bet on a treatment or a cure for it than i would
0: and other things a in, vaccine. in the meantime the recession goes on you know i don't right. know um ohio sales tax receipts dip 17.1% ouch Okay, Um, you know, and and also what's causing that, you know, all the tax coffers are down Um, sales Mm -hmm. tax coffers, income tax coffers. Now, part of the, you know, the business income tax coffers, part of the personal income tax coffers, of course, are down is because of the extension due date of the returns to July 15th. So, normally the state would have already collected their April 15th and their first quarter estimate for April 15th, right, Gary? And actually the second quarter estimate that was due normally June 15th. So, normally by the end of Ohio's fiscal year, which is at the end of June, they would have had all those tax revenues in. So, this is going to kind of be an asterisk after this year because, you know, the revenues are going to look like they're so below forecasted. But partly, well, that'll come back when the, um, you know, in July 15th when the uh, income tax returns are due, along with the first and second quarter estimates for 2020. Um, so that will, you know, help them. But in the meantime, you know, again, people are saying, where is the fifth bill? Where is the next stimulus package? Am I going to get another stimulus check? Do you think, um, and, I mean, do you there,
1: really think they're going to agree on anything, Mark, at yes, this point? Yes, they're,
0: they're going to have to. I,
1: I don't Remember see Remember I it.
0: said one of the voices you want to listen to? Right. Okay, President Trump, Nancy Pelosi... Hmm. You know, uh, Mitch McConnell. Right. Um, And, you know, Powell.
1: But I don't... I see and more... Powell,
0: if Powell goes in front of both Congresses and say, we need more stimulus...
1: Yeah, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Because, how, one, how are they going to pay for it? And do you think they're going to agree on anything? Because they'll just disagree just to disagree. I mean...
0: Well, well, I mean, how do you really feel about that, Carrie? Um, <laughs> I, the,
1: I, I think at this point it just... The division is getting worse and worse. I I don't think they care about the American people. I think they care about their agenda.
0: No, I think there has to be. I think they have to do something with the unemployment um, status. You know, that $600 a week is ending at the end of July. Um, I think there could be another round of stimulus checks coming. Um, and I think there could and there's got to be money for the state and localities. Um, now, it's not going to be the three trillion package. Right. That I was going to say, Plozzi but how are the, they going to come up with it's that? It's not going to be the HEROES Act, but it's going to be a trillion, maybe. Right. Even but two. where are
1: they going to get the money?
0: carry they're printing the money. I, you don't right. know where they're right. getting it. But
1: I'm just saying that's I mean eventually the bill's going to come due, which means
0: Not in our lifetimes.
1: I, I don't know. I think in our lifetime uh, tax rates no are going to go up.
0: No way that's going to be paid off I'm in our not saying
1: times. paid off, but you don't think that we're going to get nailed with increase in sales taxes? Oh, county taxes. absolutely. I'm just the saying state locals
0: are going to yeah, state locals are going to raise everything. Well,
1: and no, regardless, I don't think they're going to agree because the tax cuts that we have in place now go away. What, after 2025 is the last year?
0: Right. But again, well, you got to remember, it's who's going to get the higher. I mean, tax rate, I do believe federal income tax rates will be going up, but I don't know if your rate is going up. Mm-hmm. See, you know, it's a, it's a lot of people in this country, the rate's going to be going up, mm-hmm. but I don't know if everyone in this country, the rate's going up. Right. Um, you know, so, and and I do think um, they're, but from the state and locals, oh yes, they're going to, they're going to have to raise right. revenues. They, they, you so know, it's
1: going to cost us all. Um, all
0: right, so we'll stay tuned. So is the second wave seconds away? I don't know. We'll we'll see. I think I don't think you know it's right now because they're they had the, like the June recess, Carrie. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, and then which Then, and then, then they're going to have the July Fourth recess, which they know? shouldn't
1: because most that, July Fourth sell like. Celebrations are canceled anyway. I think Congress needs to get back to work. Carrie, come on. July Fourth is on a Saturday. Give um, me a break.
0: Okay, so but and then but they but they're going to get it done before the August recess.
1: Carrie. Yeah, I was, yeah. Um, I think they need to work harder.
0: All right. For um, what they get paid. All right. I haven't done a case review in a while, Carrie. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you listen to the show, you can always catch our podcast. Uh, uh, you know, if you go to our website, findyourfoodforthought.com you'll give out those numbers in a mm-hmm. minute, right? Um, but every once in a while, I, I try to do an in-depth case review, a case study, whatever you want to call it. Um, I try to change the names to protect the innocent, and you know, and, and just give you a little idea of when we say that the estate planning team that we're financial planners, and, and, and you know, but financial planning is a loosely thrown around term right you know and everybody who who is in professional says they're a financial planner no matter what really that their specialty is or what they really get paid to do i guess um so I'll, sometimes the I, giving a real life example kind of helps illustrates what the estate planning team has been doing for over 35 years um and it it's the idea of it's the coordination of advisors. It's a, it's the idea that we're very active planners, you know. Even you know, and even the most volatile times, even the most you know, where a lot of times fear paralyzes. You carry right the individual from making a move right. Mm-hmm. That's you know no. You got to stay active. You got to be looking for opportunities. You've got to be running different you know models. If if you are running a very rosy financial model and and it's not as rosy, you got to why aren't you running an alternative model that's not as rosy just to see what the long term effect is right? And a lot of times. It's sometimes it's the idea of saying our clients when we, they start working with us and we say, OK, it's time now to get back with your attorney or it's uh, Carol, I'll let you go through the the right. five professionals. But they're like, gee, Mark, I didn't even know what questions I ought to be asking those other advisors. So, Carrie, why don't you go over the the, the five advisors? that All right. You know, we say, you
1: well, know. there's the attorney that does the legal documents. There's the.
0: And we're not attorneys. Right. We're
1: not attorneys. There's the. Tax preparer that prepares the 1040, et cetera, um, pre- prepares taxes for filing. That's the CPA or the enrolled agent, right. tax preparer.
0: And, and a lot of people say, say do, they, you know, they do
1: it themselves?
0: Yeah, and a lot of people ask us, do we do it? And we say, no, we don't prepare income tax returns right. with, for our and clients. And frankly,
1: either a lot of our clients have some a professional or yeah. a lot of clients do the software and Using use it, it out yeah. and we still right. have a few people that do it by hand.
0: Mm, don't get me started.
1: <laughs> so, so, and then there's the investment advisor that picks stocks, mutual funds, um, bonds, um, that they manage your assets. And hopefully they're doing a good job for you. But, um, and especially
0: in the volatile times.
1: And again, just like the tax preparation, our clients either have somebody already or they do it themselves. Right. We have both.
0: And my case study today is going to be. A, a a couple a client couple who is kind of in between there, and I'll talk a little bit about that because if you're still working and all you you're contributing or you're participating in a company four hundred one k plan or four hundred three b or one of the qualified plans, you're kind of are doing it yourself. You don't mm-hmm. you might not really have a investment advisor right. because you have to kind of work in the company plan. Okay. Right.
1: And then there's the insurance, that life insurance, there's disability insurance, there's health insurance big is issue a big one today, now. Long term care. Long term care. Annuities are a big thing. Right. Um and then there's the traditional financial planners that actually do the financial modeling and projection. And that's where we fall is doing all those modeling and projections and getting good conservative realistic assumptions so that people are comfortable with the plan projections and then by having that good projection, then we can model in those different scenarios when we have good price tags and time frame and good assumptions we may have a plan A but then we can run a plan B what if there isn't a recovery then we can have a plan C what if there's a premature death of a spouse or maybe most people want to say my spouse has some issues. I'm worried about them What going into a nursing home stay. You know, how does that affect my plan? Um, I have to gift whatever the thing. I have huge medical expenses because I have special medications and my plan doesn't cover that. Whatever you want to see, worst case scenario. I mean, one of our philosophy is hope for the best, plan for the worst, Like people coming in and there are people worried about them because they see they've been with the company a lot about being laid off. They would like to stay on till they're 60, 62. I have a case. But realistically, they may not have a job by the end of the year. So we say let's run the numbers of you only working through the end of the year. And certainly if everything's working and you can stay on longer, then it's going to be extra. I mean, if it's gravy. Right. So. It's looking at that, and that's where we fall into place is that traditional financial planner, number cruncher. And if you want help with that, because then we coordinate. Either our client plays that role of the pieces that they do on their own, or we believe that advisors should talk to one another. And we offer a free consultation if you want to see how our process is different. I mean, we do it very different. I mean, even when clients that we haven't worked, we've worked with a lot of investment advisors around the Cleveland area. But when somebody has someone it makes their job easier. I mean, it's we're not it they realize we're not stepping on toes. We're actually making their job easier. We're doing, we're both working for what's best for the client. And we do again offer the free consultation. We're doing consultations either by phone or in person, whatever you're comfortable with. And like our plans are Customize, so are our fees. We have people that come in and we do comprehensive retainers for a period of time that covers through the analysis, recommendations, and step-by-step through the implementation. And other people come in and pay hourly because they want help with very specific issues. It might be, I got a buyout, a pension analysis, timing of Social Security, Roth conversions. I know we've talked on the show. By the way, you can listen to... Previous shows on that issue through our podcast on financialfoodforthought.com. But whatever ever that is, we do have affordable fee options. You can call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit, again, financialfoodforthought.com.
0: All right. Thanks, Carrie. So, so let's go through my case study and... This was a couple and this was, you know, this they came in a a number of years ago and and, and just not kind of tell you, you know, where just for today's purpose, where, uh, you know, where the plan went. And one of the things that they were both working, okay, and they were, you know, pre-retirement. As a matter of fact, he was going to work a bit longer and she was looking to retire a bit earlier. But they both had good jobs, Carrie. They were mm-hmm. both contributing to their 401ks. And they also, you know, had money outside of the 401ks what we call the non qualified investments. So they were in pretty good shape. You know, they were kind of empty nesters, you know, by not when they first came into us, but after we worked for them for a couple of years. Their youngest uh child you know graduated from college, so they were kind of empty nesters and of course, a lot of times that's where you you start thinking about retirement right mm-hmm. or at least you know scaling down or or what have you um so one of the one of the issues that we talked about was that um you know and and when we were looking at their uh company plans, they were doing very well and that and this was you know this was in the middle of this you know the longest bull run you know in market history. You know, you know, you know, with double digit, some double digit year returns, right? But because of that, you know, and 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 they weren't really investment savvy. You know, they they they're the ones that they barely right. looked at their you know four hundred one k statements. Mm-hmm. You know, they were contributing with. They just liked it when they keep sawing the balance going up. Right. You know, they hadn't really thought about it what that meant to them in spendable income and in retirement. Right. Okay. Um,
1: They're just in that saving mindset, chunk it away.
0: Yeah. And but when we when they started working with us, we eventually got around to saying, well, by the way, you know, how much risk are you taking? Because as you're getting closer to retirement or as this bull run was getting, you know, older and older, the idea was, you know, one of the things we say is how do you protect yourself from the next economic downturn is, you know, Carrie, one of our first rules is make sure you're not taking on more risk to be okay. Mm-hmm. So this is exactly what happened to them. So they, you know, when, you know, they're, they're, they're in their minds, they were thinking that they, their allocation, they wanted to be 60-40. You know, 60% growth, 40% fixed, with the idea of getting about a 5 or 6% annual rate of return after any investment fees. Well, what happened, because of the Great Bull Run, they were actually, their allocation, when we looked at all their nest egg, not only his and her company plans, but also the non-qualified, which was heavily in equities, all right, um, they were about 80% in growth carry and about 20% fixed. Hmm. So they're saying, hmm, so this is, you know, so we said, well, you know, maybe it's time to take some you know gains off the table and maybe it's time to take some risk off the table um, before the next economic downturn and, you know, try to rebalance. You know, and see, when you're working with a professional investment advisor, a lot of times they are doing that rebalancing for you. As a matter of fact, if you're interviewing for investment advisors and that doesn't come up in the conversation, you need to bring it up with them. And mm-hmm. say, how often do you rebalance your, your client's accounts? All right. Um, now, so we started with his, you know, so I, I, we said, so, you know, so we're, we're talking to Jay and Jay's, uh, we go, Jay, we're, um, do you have an agent at your, I mean, do you have somebody you can talk to at your company plan? And he said, yeah. I mean, there's a guy on this show, his name shows up on, uh, you know, my statement. I don't really... I haven't talked to him in many, many years. I said, well, so coordination of advisors. I said, well, let's call him. Let's get a three-way conversation going. And so uh, Jay did that, and and we set up. And so we and, and that guy was great, Carrie, that agent. You know, he was said, "Oh, I'm so glad you called." He said, "Mark, yeah, let's talk." I've been trying. You know, i I've been reaching out to Jay. Of course, mm-hmm. Jay was ignoring the guy's emails because right. everything seemed good. You know, um and 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 we and we talk, and he got the idea of saying, "Yeah, that's what I was saying." Is that, you know, I know that, you know their their growth was getting too high, and um and also he said the the one thing I wanted to remind Jay was that. In this particular company plan, because Jay was a long, you know, a, a history, a long time, um, many years of, right. uh, you know, of of being in the plan, he had a four percent stable, fixed, guaranteed option for as four long per- as he wanted to be in the plan.
1: Four percent right now. He was now? grandfathered. Yikes! That's awesome. The
0: new employees
1: <laughs> don't do, have that. don't
0: that, but he now this was a couple years, ago. Um, but it was locked in because of his seniority. Okay, and he was barely even using that. And so, you know, so we jumped on that, you know, option. So so now we said, okay, let's, you know, so we worked out that and we're reallocated. So we're actually going to get him in that particular plan. We're going to go 40-60. We're going to go 40% growth and 60% in that 4% guarantee. Okay, that alone, by the way, 40-60 with a four, if you're 60% is getting 4%, you're going to have a good chance of getting 5 to 6%, Right. Right. Um, now, okay, so but then to get, so to make sure that we that overall that they're back to 60 40 at the end of the day, we've got to make the alternative weighting in the other investments, right? okay so because if this one is rated 40 60 and overall we want to be 60 40, then we've got to weigh the other ones accordingly, right okay, so we did that you know and so we did that with her plan. now this is a number, this is a number a couple of years ago and that's important because I'll show you what happened, right? So we she went back into hers now um in her company plan and we and she reweighted it. Okay, and she just did that online. I said, "Do you want to talk to anybody?" She goes, "Oh, no, I'm just going to do it." I said, "Okay." Um so so then we're going and so now co up a couple years. So when we were doing the review with this client, okay, she said, "Well, Mark, something's weird on my 401k plan. They just reallocated it all." I said, well, "What do you mean?" And she goes, "Well, it's completely different." And and I said, "Well, do you know why?" And I go, "Did you make the change?" She goes, "No, I didn't make the change." Um, and we said, "Okay, well, let's time to call the agent, right?" Right. And she goes, "Well, I don't really have an agent." Okay. I go, "Okay." She goes, "But I have this company. I'm not going to name the company. It's one of the biggies, right?" Right. And there's an eight hundred number. And I said, "Okay, well, let's start there." Um, so, you know, and so I said, you know, and so, so, you know, I said, see if they will schedule a three-way phone call. She tried that. She got to answer. No, we're not going to schedule any three-way phone calls. Just anytime you want to talk, you call the 800 number. So I said, okay, we can still do the three-way phone call. We'll call together the 800 number. Okay. All right. Um, So we called. And so then we start, so we get, you know, the, uh, the representative, the customer service person on the line. She had never talked to him before. OK, um, and we started to lay out our questions and the more questions that, he, you know, as he, the discussion went on, the more questions she had. Right. And so basically the bottom line, what happened was, you know, she, you know, the first question was, well, OK, I why? You know, I see that the allocation when I worked out her when I she sent me a copy of her statement, when I worked out the current allocation, it was about 30 um it was only about 34 percent in growth and about 66 percent fixed when that was going to be almost, you know, more opposite to the way she. Right. Did. And so we so she asked, well, why did the allocation change and why didn't you call me to tell me you were going to change the allocation?
1: Hmm.
0: Okay, And there was the, the quick answer to why they didn't call her was that the representative explained to her, well, that was because we have discretion, because you hired us to manage this portfolio, your 401k. So what happened was her company actually hired this outside investment advisory firm right. to kind of be an option. So if any of their employees wanted to get help... Right? right, and managing their 401k, they can hire this company. Okay. But with that hiring came, they had discretion, meaning that they did not have to call the client if they wanted to make changes. Right. And quite frankly, that's how most of investment advisory works today in this world, right? Because a big investment advisor can't possibly have time to call all the clients no. if they want to make a change. Right. Okay. Um, but, so, and then the question was, well, why did you make the change? Well, then good we question. were put on hold.
1: Well, yeah, because you want to know what your thought process yeah. is. Or what, you would have to have good reason to make so a change. So we were
0: put on hold. All right. And then a few minutes later, the representative comes back on oh, the phone. Oh, they came back.
1: That's a good time. And says, <laughs> okay,
0: well, um, and, and the best he could, you know, summarize it was because she had reached a milestone birthday, which corresponded. To when she originally set this up, she gave a an idea of when she was planning to retire. Okay, so basically, because she got into a certain window of that projected retirement date, it automatically changed her allocation to something that was much less risky.
1: So that's true of probably all the employees. or everybody, it's probably just a formula.
0: Okay, and without and they, and they did not need her approval to do that. No one called her to see if she was still planning that as a retirement date. No one called her to ask her, well, how she was overall doing with her investments. I mean, remember how we had hers more heavily allocated to growth, right? Because his was more heavily allocated to, to fix
1: because of the four percent because of the
0: four percent guarantee. Um, and the other thing, no one asked her if sh- her target date and part, part of the change was they put a lot of her money, a lot of her account into a target date fund, you know, based on that right. retirement date was within a short window. So it, it, you know, so her, it immediately made her go from her growth, all, you know, almost reversed it. It almost went from a sixty forty to like a thirty seven, you know, thirty seven sixty. Well, see that,
1: Mark. That's a good argument. Where robots, you still need humans. You need. Well,
0: see, Carrie, yeah. you mentioned them. so after this, at this point, she's realizing that this is nothing more than a robot, and right. the agent that's on the phone doesn't know anything more about it either. Right.
1: Exactly. It's a blanket, like rules of thumb, and things are good guidelines, but you need that detailed because. There are rules and different things, but it comes down to, in generalizations, is how do things affect you, and that's what planning does. I mean, really, right. I bet she was very frustrated,
0: and and you know, and 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 so then she's she saying, well, um, well, do I have, you know, can I change it? And then he put us on hold again. <laughs> <I> was- <laughs> because he really didn't know what the process was to change it and so meanwhile when when, when he's putting us hold I'm having a conversation with their right. client and she's like Mark what's going on and I said well and she goes you know he doesn't know anything about my account
1: of course he doesn't
0: and, and I said and, and and I go no I mean and, and she goes and I don't and I go maybe I signed up for this I don't I mean she goes I probably did um or but it
1: might have been one of those acknowledgment Boxes like you can't go on without ex- checking the box.
0: Um, and, and so and and so when he when I he, accept. So when he came back on, we said, OK, you know, and I said, so. by the way, what I asked him, I said, well, based on how you have or allocate, what is your allocation that you're shooting for? OK. And he said um, a 50 50. Portfolio. OK. I said, but it's not 50 50. It's about thirty five, sixty five.
1: Well, that's a big difference and he go- from fifty fifty. No, he
0: goes, no, no, it's not. And I'm I'm doing the math on the back of a napkin. I'm saying, <laughs> you know, like I well, let's go through it. So we went through the six or seven, you know, um, op, you know, right. uh, holdings that that they put her into. Well, one of them was the discrepancy was that they put her into this target date fund, and he hadn't even gone in to see what the current allocation is for that target date fund. I had using, you know, right. you know, the the, the, the uh Morning Star, you know, whatever. Um so when he said we were put back on hold. <laughs> I, I okay. think this was
1: a long conversation, okay. I guess. Um
0: and so then he came back and said, Oh no, you're right. It's about, you know, you know, and he actually he said it was about, you know, thirty uh about thirty six, you know, sixty, you know, four. Um I said, okay. I said, um and, and so then it was back to the idea that you know and and she's realizing that well, the target date funds see one of the problems with target date funds is that you may say that your retirement date is you know twenty twenty three right but your your target isn't really meaning that you need to start pulling money out in twenty twenty-three. As a matter of fact, this client had no intentions of starting to withdraw money from her 401k because her husband was still planning on working, making good As a good wage. Matter of fact, he was still contributing to his 401k. And, and and the plan and they didn't need to start pulling from hers right now. All right. Um, so therefore they weren't, you know, they didn't have that withdrawal risk you know, in the starting of this right now. So really their, their true target date should have been st- when he's going into retirement, which was still many years into the future. Right. Um, is, you know, so that was kind of a, a disconnect. Right. And we see that happen a lot, you know, so really maybe if you're using target date funds, maybe it's not the date of your retirement. Maybe it's the date, how long you're going to live. Cause don't you need, you know, good growth all through your retirement, not just, Um, you know, the year you retire, um, or a couple of years before you retire. Um, so that's why you have to customize this. That's why, you know, the robot may forget to ask you that question. You know, it may forget to ask you, well, is your husband, you know, what's your spouse doing in their company plan and how much do you have in other investments? And, you know, do you plan to start needing the withdrawals in the year you retire? Um, you know, though that would help. You know, kind. Of, what is your overall risk? What rate of return do you need to be okay? You know, not just because you you one time said your retirement date was X, and then you know, and then she wasn't you know, of course, too happy. She said, "Well, she asked." You know, uh, and, and and I said, "Well, you know, what type of rate of return can mm-hmm. she expect right. from this new allocation?" You
1: think? Did he put you on hold again? Yes? You think? <laughs> I would guess.
0: Because he's like, well, I don't know if I can say tell you that.
1: Why can't you tell me that?
0: And, you know, because, you know, so it, it was a lot. You know, put out. You know, and then it came back, and, and it was like, well, um, you know, you know, I don't know, was in this range, you know, stuff like that. And I said, well, is that after your fees? Because I want you know make this sure it's important
1: to know growth rate net of fees. Net by of the fees. way,
0: and she and she immediately goes, well, what fees? And so she didn't even realize that when she hired this that they're charging her investment manager fee. Mm-hmm. See, I knew that because anytime you have discretion, you're going to be charging a fee. Right. So, and she was shocked. She goes, really? I mean, she mustn't, I mean, obviously she signed up and she right. was in the fine print, but you know. Yeah, but sometimes that fine print, fine print is. So, so needless to say, um, she wasn't real happy that, um that this was, you know, with this robotic type of service right. that she was paying a fee for. Now, granted, it was a very low fee, and right. typically robots do charge a low fee, right? Um, but she, you could see how quickly it got out of control. Now, luckily... Because of our maintenance program, we found it quickly.
1: But that's the difference, Mark. We look at all. That's a great difference at what we do at the estate planning team is we're always looking at every aspect of someone's financial life and staying say, active and are, you know, what what's supposed to happen or what you think is going to happen. How do we make sure it's going to happen and looking at. Uh, so things don't slip through the cracks. Um, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And a lot of people coming in there, okay, maybe they don't want to be just okay, or you don't want to be okay, good. I know I use this analogy, but like I went to the eye doctor recently, and I won't even talk about the experience Through, I had lost my glasses and... um which I couldn't get glasses. But anyway, um, the the vision where I thought I could drive with my... I'm not comfortable driving, even though legally I can drive. And it, it my vision was okay. But let me tell you, when I got a contact, I, uh, my contact renewed, my vision's great. And believe me, that difference between okay and great can be a big thing, especially when it comes to your financial life and making choices about what to do with your money, whether, and spending is different for everybody. It could be helping your family. It could be charity. It could paying people to make your life easier. It could be all kinds of things. It's just giving you the choice after for your hard earned money. And those are things that we do for our clients all the time. And we help people who are working still or already in retirement. And we offer the free consultation either by phone or in person. Take advantage of it. We're here to help. And if we can't help you, we'll point you in the right direction. Remember, we have hourly and retainer fees um, options and they're affordable. And you can call 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com.
0: All right, we got a few minutes left, Karen. So that's just a good example of what we mean by coordination of advisors and how... You know, understand being active, and if you don't know what questions you need to be asking your other advisors, that's what we can help with. So so what's Father's Weekend? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I'll be shopping
1: today something for my dad, I don't know what.
0: I thought you were gonna say for shock.
1: No, I don't get him stuff. He's not my dad. My well, husband. That's my kid's job. And now that my oh, oldest I, I, is you, enough.
0: You, so the kids are doing that on their own now?
1: Oh, I think so, yeah. And well and Do they know it's father's day? Well, since my oldest is twenty one, I told them now like you between you and your sister, my daughter, is. This, uh, she graduated high school, but I said, You guys figure out and help your little brother, like you three are old enough you can figure it out. I gotta worry about my own dad, you worry about your dad.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't help them. Anymore. So if I can help, you know, you out there in the Father's Day gifting, because I'm a dad, right? And,
2: mm-hmm. All
0: right, I can give you some pointers. Okay. Mm-hmm. One, you know, skip the necktie, and you know, I don't even. Yeah. The, 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 the best dad ever, coffee mug. Yeah. Right. Um. Now, as an alternative, um, you know, does your dad have a hobby? Hmm. Okay. Um, now it doesn't matter what the hobby is. Mm-hmm. It could be sporting, you know, fishing. You know, Tools. you know. Matter of fact, uh, y- you can fish this uh, weekend in Ohio without a fishing license.
1: Oh yeah. What is it? The twentieth and twenty first. Yeah. I
0: think? Normally, it's what twenty five bucks. I think for a fishing license.
1: Yeah, golf is a big one.
0: Golfing, See, my dad's uh, a big
1: golfer, but anything he possibly could want, he buy. Oh, now I, I will, will, I will well, buy did, a golf.
0: Okay, hold gift on, Carrie. Card. This is exactly where right. I'm going. Okay, okay. Um, it could be. I don't care if it's gardening. I don't care if it's gun store. I don't care if it's the hobby yeah. shop. Right. All right. The idea is the problem is exactly what you just mentioned. A, a hobbyist is so enthused. He, you don't know what to get because you don't know if he already has it. And chances are, if, if
1: he wants it, and they're already older, bought it, they bought it. Which is why I like my dad Golf Galaxy gift cards, because yes. that's my safe
0: bet. That, you got it, <laughs> Carrie. I can't lose. How many years did it take you to learn that?
1: A few, and, and unfortunately, that's because I don't know what he wants.
0: And and it's and it's a little bit more thought, and you say, well, it's so thoughtless to give a gift card. Not if you're zeroing in on what you know he is enjoys.
1: Honestly, I think, like, at some point, my dad likes us spending time with him. I don't think, like... I mean, right. I make sure or laugh my kids. Well, now my parents, kids will get him. My dad like, which cracks me up because my dad's a great grandpa and he'll get them something that they can do like a movie theater gift card or something they yes. can do with them, which well, really benefits. Going them. to movies
0: is a big hobby.
1: Right. But I'm saying that benefits both of them.
0: Right. And and now maybe it's just, you know, if, is you know it could be the wine shop gift card. It could be, you know. Best Buy if now, they're into electronics or want, technology. You know, yeah. And because and, the other thing, too. Uh. uh an enthusiast, a hobby enthusiast, already knows the next thing he wants to buy, right? He just hasn't done the discretionary spending yet. So,
1: like Mark, for you reading, like a Barnes and Noble gift card, yeah.
0: You know, a half price book, yeah. Gary. do not go crazy. <laughs> um, but you know, any of those things. But you know, or in, in, if you do want to get him a hard gift that he can enjoy right away,
1: you're going with the alcohol.
0: You're going with the, his <laughs> favorite caramel liquid, Gary. Yeah. You know that. I think. Can you buy those on Sundays yet? I don't know.
1: I think it's going to be pretty soon. All right, get us out of here. All right, call for a free consultation at 440-239-2090 or visit our website at financialfoodforthought.com.
0: Happy Father's Day.